Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Kids and COVID. We're going to have more sick and unfortunately we may lose more children. Andrew Cuomo's future. There will be continuing legal consequences. Fred heads for Florida. It is a really, really wet tropical storm. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup with daily COVID case numbers in the U.S. now topping 100,000. Infections are rising dramatically among young people. Many are not eligible for vaccines. In Florida, where most schools are open, cases among children and teenagers are up nearly 400 percent over this time last year. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez in Miami has more on the message from one doctor. Take this Delta variant very seriously. It is incredibly contagious and our children are getting sick. I can't do this. <laughs> Pediatric doctor Pia Myers got emotional as she recorded a video message for the public about the challenges in Collier County. Florida leads the nation in pediatric hospitalizations. Children now account for nearly 15% of all new infections nationwide. That's why the American Academy of Pediatrics is pushing the FDA to approve the vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. Dr. Ivan Maldonado is the organization's chair of infectious diseases. We see what's already happening in Florida, and we don't want that to happen in schools. We love teachers! Protests erupted on both sides in Florida after the governor banned schools from requiring masks. It's a parent's decision. If you believe in the masking during the school, you're free to do it. But that didn't stop Broward County, the state's second largest school district, from voting to require masks. I can die if people do not have their masks on. Judges in Texas have ruled schools in Dallas and San Antonio can require masks in defiance of a state order. Oregon is poised to reimpose an indoor mask mandate, and Hawaii will put new limits on the size of indoor and outdoor gatherings. Now to New York, where the next governor, current Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, says she's prepared to lead. In two weeks, she'll take the job after Andrew Cuomo's resignation in the midst of a sexual harassment scandal. Cuomo still faces possible criminal and civil action, and lawmakers haven't ruled out continuing on with an impeachment proceeding. 
State Republican Party Chairman Nick Langworthy says they should. I want to call for this impeachment investigation to continue. We've already invested the resources. Hours after delivering a political win for President Biden with passage of an infrastructure bill, Senate Democrats took the first steps on a huge budget proposal. Just before 4 a.m. Eastern time. On this vote, the yeas are 50, the nays are 49, and the concurrent resolution is agreed to. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on the $3.5 trillion plan. Senate Democrats have just took a massive step towards restoring the middle class and giving Americans the chance to get there. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. The House returns in two weeks to act on both measures. Well, concern grows about the future of Afghanistan as U.S. forces leave the country. One U.S. official tells CBS News that intelligence estimates predict the Afghan government could collapse in as little as 90 days. CBS's Charlie Daggett has more on the resurgent Taliban. Taliban militants have been overrunning town after town, and they're capturing equipment as they go. Now, for 20 years, America and its allies have been supplying and training the Afghan military, and they're collapsing within a matter of days. The Taliban has become disciplined. They're battle-hardened warriors. Uh, they've had these cities surrounded for weeks, and even though Afghan forces outnumber the Taliban six to one, Afghan commandos are about the only serious fighting force, and they're stretched way too thin. Tropical Storm Fred is cutting a path toward Cuba, Haiti, and the Dominican Republic. Forecasters say heavy rain from the storm could cause flooding and mudslides. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says later in the week it poses a threat to Florida. It will make its landfall as a tropical storm and a pretty weak one at that. Now, there's nothing weak about the amount of rain that's going to be coming with this storm. There's torrential rain that's coming, 6 to maybe 10 inches of rain. From the nation's midsection into the northeast, there's high heat with temperatures in the mid to upper 90s. Officials in Northern California now estimate the largest wildfire in state history, the Dixie Fire, has now destroyed nearly 550 homes and 500 other buildings. Jessica Roberts is one of the people who used to live in Greenville, the town wiped out by fire last week. She's now at an Elks Club with other people who fled the town. There were no hotel rooms. We were sitting in our car until 4 o'clock in the morning. There's so many people that are displaced right now that they don't have anywhere to go. A federal judge has ruled several of Indiana's laws that restrict abortion are unconstitutional. CBS's Linda Kenya. The restrictions include a ban on telemedicine consultations between doctors and women seeking abortions in Indiana. Another state law would require in-person examinations by a doctor before medication-induced abortions and that women must be told human life begins when the egg is fertilized. In Texas, Republicans are again authorizing the arrest of Democrats who exited the state to prevent passage of new voting restrictions. Some are now back in the state. The Texas House Speaker has threatened to seek warrants. Well, there's growing concern along parts of the southern border that the migrant crisis may be complicating the COVID surge in the Lone Star State. Here's CBS's Maria Villarreal. In the last three weeks, McAllen has seen over 1,800 migrants a day, prompting Mayor Javier Villalobos to order a declaration of emergency. It is very burdensome for our county, our city, and we don't budget for this. We don't deal with immigration. We shouldn't. Across the entire southwest border, 
210,000 migrant apprehensions were reported for July, a 21-year high. A CBS News medical expert says the COVID-positive cases from across the border are relatively small, but local officials in Texas are already growing concerned. They're going throughout, positive or non-positive. They get picked up and they're going out. One city over, Father Roy Snipes leads Our Lady of Guadalupe. When we first started, the highest number would be like maybe 200 a day. Now it's 300. We've got plenty of beans and we've got plenty of rice. There's no desire for a solution? Of course there is. But that's beyond me. Twitter has suspended Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene again, this time for a week for peddling misinformation about COVID vaccines. Attention shoppers at a Ralph's supermarket in L.A., a potentially dangerous customer. I thought it was a dog, but I looked down and he was about at waist high. I looked at him and I went, oh, my God, you're a bear, not a dog. Martin actress Tisha Campbell was inside, too, and posted the encounter to TikTok. Some customers tried to pet the bear, even feed it. Store workers eventually chased the 125-pound animal out the door. It ran to a construction site behind a nearby Walmart. Fish and wildlife officers tranquilized it and released it into the wild. Animal experts say that, like other shoppers, the bear was just looking for food. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Preparing for the fall wolf hunt in Wisconsin, officials are considering a 130 animal limit to protect the population. Last spring, hunters killed more than 200. That was twice as many as allotted before the season was finally halted. That's the Roundup for Wednesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? 
Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.